What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a patron named Safe, spelled S-E-I-F. My name is Safe. I'm five years old. I live in the UAE, and my what-if question is, what if cats barfed hairballs that turned into lion monsters? I love your show. It's very funny with Fred the dog, who sounds just like my dog. <laughs> I would really like to meet your dog, and I really love your question. I also want to thank your sibling, Sophie, for helping share great ideas with us. Now we've got another pair of siblings, and we're going to hear their question. Hi, my name is Weston, and I like baseball. Hi, my name is Tiara, and I really like lions. And our question is, what if lions always had had stripes? Bye, thanks. Nice going, Sierra and Weston. Tis the season for a baseball story. So let's find out what if cats barfed hairballs that turned into lion monsters, and what if lions always had stripes. Now, if you heard our 250th episode, you might remember that JF Cat was having a problem sneezing things out. And at the end of that story, he coughed up a magic talking hairball. Now, we need to keep our stories kind of short. So what you folks didn't hear is that JF Cat kept coughing up hairballs that day, right in the middle of our special guest's living room. And you can ask Porter about this if you have any doubts. Now Jojo, once he was feeling better from all of this hairball coughing up, finally went home to Fur Force headquarters and caught himself a nice long nap. Ask not when, but meow. But when JF Cat woke from his nap, Dick Ben I'm amazing, he was surrounded by 26 tiny walking, talking hairballs. Meow, you're our daddy. Personally, I'm feeling hungry. I just can't wait to be king of the hairballs. This is not how I expected to spend my cat a day. JF Cat didn't know what to do. So he scooped up the 26 talking hairballs, threw them in a comfy sling, and took them to the one person who always wanted to adopt strange creatures. Knock, knock, knock. Let me in. It's an emergency. I'm not kitten. Huh? Who's there? It was Zach Jamaloo, a middle school student at the observatorium and a lover of all kinds of magical creatures. Sorry to get you up at this unreasonable hour. It's two in the afternoon. I know I'd rather be napping too, but I need you to adopt these 26 little monsters from me. Oh, 
they're so cute. Looks like they're getting bigger. Oh, and stripey. Yeah, it's weird. How about half of them are growing manes? And they're always hungry. They never seem to want a nap when I do. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know about any of that, but I can't adopt any more creatures right now. Maybe just 13 of them. And your sister's easy can't take the other 13. No, we're both too busy. But it's the summertime. What could possibly be... We're playing baseball, Jojo, said Zizi Jamalu, Zack's sister. And if you hadn't noticed, we're right in the middle of a game. <laughs> She'd just gotten up to bat, and she hit a single down the first baseline. She dropped her bat and ran as fast as her cleated feet could carry her. I was wondering why your house looked different. You were knocking on the dugout. But Jojo wasn't paying attention to Zack. He was watching as 26 baby striped lion hairball monsters ran out of their sling down the first base line. Wow, they're pretty fast for babies. What is that they're chasing after? Well, it's who's on first. You mean the fielder playing first base is named Who? No, no, no. Their name is Who's. Who's on first. On first is their last name. I'm glad you explained that. It could have been confusing otherwise. Yep. Well, it seems like my little lion monsters really like clawing up these polyester uniforms. Okay, you can stop doing that, said Who's on first as the little creatures clawed up their uniform. And they especially like that small ball with the stitches. Okay, just take it, take the ball, I don't want it anymore, said Who's on first, dropping the ball. <laughs> okay, time out, time out, cried Mama Jamma. She was the coach of Zack and Zizi's team, the Jammers. We seem to have some light monster interference here. Let's take five. And the kids cleared off the field, enjoying orange slices and bathroom breaks, while J.F. Cat and Mama Gemma gathered the scattered baby hairball lion monsters. So, I guess congratulations are in order, said Mama Gemma. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, yes. I am pretty perfect. Uh, thanks for noticing. No, I meant your little ones. Oh, no, no, they're not so little. And indeed, rolling around in the grass and dirt, the hair babies had gotten bigger, and they took on the color and texture of gritty infield dirt, striped through with fresh-cut green grass. Oh, it's gotta be hard to tell them apart now. Hey, listen, if you're looking for an activity, the league's got an odd number of teams this year, said Mama Jamma, handing the last of the hair, grass, and dirt babies back to JF Cat. I don't know, it sounds like a lot of work. Ah, my kids always sleep well after a baseball game, and they learn a lot from competition. You're saying they'll nap more? I'll do it. So the next day, JF Cat went to visit his old friend, Fred the Dog. He was an old pug, with a tongue too long for his mouth. It made his voice sound a little different. So you're saying you would like me to be your assistant coach? But also I need you to do most of the work. 
And get them gloves and bats and stuff. Okay, then what are you gonna do? I will provide inspiration and also bedtime stories. Doesn't sound like it has much to do with baseball. They sleep up to 20 hours a day. Oh. And if I'm not right there with them, also napping, I wouldn't be doing my duty to them. I, um, okay. And so the striped socks were born. The striped cat hairball lion monster baseball team. Led by JF Cat, except Fred the dog did most of the work. And as you might expect, when a team has a very old dog and a very lazy cat as their coaches, the baseball side of things doesn't really go that well. Okay, Catos, I want you to go out there and chase balls and run around until you're very sleepy. Then you can nap in the outfield. Uh, uh, sorry, Jojo, I just found out that we forfeited. What? We all napped through the game. How's that possible? Well, we never actually made it to the field, said Fred the dog. And indeed, they were all still napping around at Fur Force headquarters. We'll never make it to a game with this nap schedule. Oh, I know. We'll just use my unpaid summer intern, Pixicado. <laughs> That's the sound of my tongue snapping. Because I don't have fingers that can snap, you know. <laughs> Hello, Fred. Hello, JF Cat. I'm assuming you pulled me away from my baseball practice for something important? You've got to teleport us to our next game. Okay, sure thing. Where is it? Sunday! So, a week from now. If you say so. <sighs> Very well, I will see you here next Sunday. <sighs> wait, 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 wait! Yes, JF Cat? You mentioned something about baseball practice. Uh, yes. It is my favorite part of baseball. Sometimes I get a little stressed at the games, but the practice itself is when I get to play with my friends and build my skills, and no one's asking me to teleport them around, usually. Jojo, that's what we need to do! If we get them doing this cat kiss... Practice. Whatever. Then they pretty much entertain themselves. Well, every practice does need a little bit of structure. Oh, yeah said Fred. Like an assistant coach. Assistant? Or just like a coach, be they dog or cat. Or pixie. That's not what You're I... hired! Do assistant coach assistants get paid? You get paid exactly as much as we do. Wow, well... We did nothing. Should have seen that coming. And now that JF Cat had Fred the dog, and Fred the dog had Pixie Cotto, things finally started to get better. We've lost six games in a row. The green-striped lion monsters had doubled in size. And while they were getting very fast and very good at chasing baseballs, they still didn't really know how to swing a bat or throw a ball or catch one that wasn't rolling on the ground. But at least they're still having fun. I think they are just old enough now to be a little confused. You haven't tried to teach them any of the rules. They claw up all the other team's uniforms, and all the coaches are, frankly, a little mad at you. Well, yeah, but you're the assistant coach assistant, so don't uh, you handle those things? I have tried to teach you how to teach them, but none of you listen to me. Yeah, well, I get it. See, we kitties are very good at enjoying the now, but we're not so good at stringing moments together. And a baseball game is stringing so many moments together. Sniffing grass... Scratching places, watching baseball sail over your head. Well, actually, you're supposed to catch those if you're fielding. Wow, this baseball stuff is hard. 
Oh good, you finally want to quit. No, we want to practice like the other teams. I understand this game, and we keep losing. Okay, from now on, we're gonna eat, drink, and breathe baseball. That sounds uncomfortable. Good point, Fred. Pixicato, can you turn a bunch of baseballs into a fine powder that is safe to eat, drink, and breathe? Jojo, you've just got to practice with them a lot. We should probably learn the rules, too. Like, when's it okay to have our players on the field? Because I don't think it's whenever they feel like it. It's not. Good night, coaches. You've got two days until our next practice. So good luck. <sighs> Jojo Fluffy Cat and Fred the Dog did the unthinkable. They slept under 15 hours the next day and spent every waking moment figuring out how to play and coach the sport their little striped socks had grown to love, if not understand at all. Lucky for them, the stripy lion hairball monsters also seemed to be getting bigger and learning faster. Ah, so I hit the ball with the bat. And then we run the bases without clawing the uniforms of the other team. And when we are in the field, we must catch the balls. Yeah, and since you're lion monsters, I checked the rules and it's okay for you to do that with your mouths. As long as you only chew them up a little and do not swallow them. They are not yummy sticks. The Striped Sox still lost their next game, but only barely. And mostly because it was a hot day, and all the fielders decided to nap for an entire inning. Okay, so we lost again, but we managed to hit some balls when it was our turn. And even catch some balls when the other team was hitting. I would call that progress. Tuna pizza for everybody. This is the best day of my life. And by the next game, the lion monsters had learned to only sleep before and after the game, with a couple of little naps in the dugout. And that game, they actually won. I'm so proud of you, kiddos. And not because you won, but because you stayed awake long enough to cheer each other on. And actually finish the game. And actually finish the game. For the first time ever. And from there on out, the Stripe Sox started winning more often than they lost. They even made it to the playoffs, where they faced off against the undefeated Jammers. For the very first time. Oh, technically the second time. We just forfeited the first one. Yeah, someone brought a balloon to the field and we all ran away. Balloons are scary. Yeah, don't tease your pets with balloons, people. I would never. I still remember the first time a balloon went pop. Ah, uh, okay, well, anyway, the baseball game was just about to start. Each team only had enough time for an inspirational speech. Now I know we hope to play well and to win, said Mama Gemma. But if you're too worried about the results, you might forget to play. Play! Because luck can swing a game, kiddos. But it can't swing a season. And you've all grown so much. But you know, so has that other team. I mean, the giant lion monsters now. Look at them. I don't even know why they still get to play Little League, if I'm being honest. Cause it saves question. But no one said the Lions had to play baseball in the questions. Well, I don't hear anyone complaining. Well, I think I'm complaining right now. Play ball! Called the umpire. 
wait, I didn't finish my speech. And I just had my team listen to your speech. So imagine how disappointed we are, said JF Cat. I liked the part about the giant lion monsters, said a giant lion monster. I like that part too, said Zack. Wrong team, honey. I know, I just think they're cool. And so the game began. The undefeated Jammers versus the often defeated Striped Socks. Except now they were giant lion monsters. But in a world where some children were giant lion monsters, and some used magic or technology to walk or move or get around, well, it was pretty much legal to use your powers as long as you weren't hurting the other team. And thus, even though the Striped Socks were able to hit almost every ball thrown across the plate, Pixicato could fly to catch them. Uh, yeah, she played for the jammers. And Zizi could make her glove grow with magic. And Zack had trained a unicorn to carry Scully the squid, who was also on their team, so he didn't have to painfully squid crawl all over the field. Their team worked together like a well-oiled machine, especially their well-oiled machine, Gizbo. I calculate a 35% chance of a giant lion monster slipping on my oil. I should probably clean that up. But as good as the jammers were, the striped socks had grown to be so big and so fast and so tenacious, they'd been practicing baseball nonstop for almost their entire lives. Which is just a couple months, but to them it felt like a lot. They were running and jumping and catching every ball the Jammers managed to hit. It was the last inning of the game, and the score was still zero to zero. Wow, there have been so many amazing hits and catches that even though there isn't a score... I've enjoyed every meow mint. Yeah, this game might seem pretty boring if you couldn't see all the magic and the fantastical jumps. Exactly. I mean, the only player out there who isn't some super monster or magician is my little Zack in right field. You heard the lady. Hit the ball to right field. Hey! Lola Rabbit was pitching for the jammers. And a giant green striped hairball lion monster, identical to the 25 other giant green striped hairball lion monsters, was up to bat. Here goes nothing, said Lola Rabbit throwing a baseball exactly as fast as you're imagining. And if you're imagining it being thrown really slow, we'll just wait a sec. And then, crack! The lion monster sent a line drive deep into right field. It hit the grass a few feet in front of Zack with such force that it threw up a divot in the earth. I got it! I got it! Eat grass! Zack reached in his glove, but instead of finding a baseball, all he grabbed was a clump of dirt. Where's the ball? Where's the ball? He frantically dug in the earth, while the lion monster rounded the bases. Come on, Zack, you can do it. Yeah, we believe in you, Zack. Also, it's okay if you fail. I don't want to fail. Zack finally dug the ball out of the ground and threw with all his might all the way over first base and bouncing at the home plate where Gizbo caught the ball. Oh no, that lion is running very fast. I must reach out and tag them with the- Safe! The umpire yelled as the green-striped hairball lion monster slid into home plate. And that was it. The game was over. The Striped Sox had won the championship, and the Jammers had lost. 
I can't believe it. I don't think I've ever cared about winning, but I'm starting to see the appeal. And as JF Cat and Fred the Dog celebrated with the striped socks, Mama spoke to her jammers. Great game, team. You didn't win, and it's okay to be disappointed, but we got to play tonight. And maybe baseball won't be your thing forever. But look at this right now. This field, our team, the whole world waiting just a minute. Because this is important too. There were some red faces and some smiles. Some nods and some tears. And did I mention we're getting pizza? Pizza! 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 pizza. pizza. The end. Well, Safe and Sophie, Sierra and Weston, thank you so much for your questions, and I hope you all enjoyed your story. Folks at home, if you didn't catch it last week, my friend and producer, Miss Lynn, just aired the final episode of the Good Words podcast. I do appear in that episode and many others, so I suggest you check out her show. It's been awesome, and I've really enjoyed being a part of it. You can listen to the Good Words podcast in your favorite podcasting app. JFK here again, to meow out Calder and Callum D. We are honored to have been there with you through some very difficult times. Calder and Callum, you have our hearts. Fred the Dog here to shout out Gage, who is five years old and of course loves me. Recap here to shout out Aurelia. Aurelia turns six in August and she's got a baby sister named Freya, age two. Kathunkle here to shout out Mashui. Mashui is seven years old and loves Kathunkle. President Fair Elise flying in to give a little magic to Amaya. Amaya is ten years old, loves all of the What If World characters, as well as a very cute dog named Jacko. And lastly, it is I, Draco Max, here to shout out Theda. Thank you, Theda, for sending in a recording asking for me personally. I was very honored. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that winning only helps us to grow if we've actually worked for it. And until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>